This is Weekend Edition on WNYC. I'm David First. With Sandy nearly five years in the rearview mirror, residents in our region might be forgiven for wanting to move on and just forget about the storm. But the events in Houston this week vividly demonstrate that the next big hurricane could always be just around the corner, and Mother Nature doesn't really wait for you to get ready. Today on This Week in Politics, we look at de Blasio and the other mayoral candidates through the lens of climate change. We're joined by Steve Cohen, the executive director of the Earth Institute at Columbia University. Welcome. Good morning. Let's start with the mayor. He has often spoken about his commitment to environmental sustainability, like uh, here at a rally outside the G20 summit in July. We will never stop fighting for our Mother Earth, will we? But you, you have argued on Huffington Post and elsewhere that de Blasio hasn't been a leader on the environment in the way that Mayor Bloomberg was. What do you mean by that? Well, I think for Mayor Bloomberg, uh, this was a transformative central issue of his administration. For Mayor de Blasio, what, he, what drives him is income distribution. I think to the extent that uh, environmentalism is a progressive value, he's in favor of it, uh, but it's not uh, something that's central to him. The other differences between the two is that Bloomberg was a results-oriented manager. He was patient, would take time until he saw results. Uh, de Blasio is a political actor, and what he's trying to do is create the image and impression uh, that he is in favor of something and, and tries to get political credit for it, because his, next, his goal is the next political uh, job he may have. It's not that de Blasio is anti-environmental by no means, and especially when you have a, a fellow like Donald Trump sitting in Washington who is actually anti-environmental. De Blasio is a paragon of environmentalism. What about de Blasio's reaction to President Trump's withdrawal from the Paris Climate Accord? De Blasio said that New York would continue to honor the goals of the agreement. Here he is on The Brian Lair Show. We're a coastal city. We already experienced Sandy. If climate change worsens, New York City will be hurt. So we have to take disproportionate action for our own good. Wasn't that a bold move? Well, it's the same thing that uh, Governor Cuomo and Governor Brown are saying for the states, California, New York. I wouldn't say that it's anything bold and new, but it is reassuring and helpful to see him doing it. What I'm looking for, though, from a mayor is not just the words. I mean, the mayor runs a, a big city government with a couple hundred thousand workers and with a huge budget. I'm looking for the tangible, measurable results, the kinds of things you see in the mayor's management report, and uh, I don't see the same kind of emphasis under uh, de Blasio that I saw, particularly in the second half of Bloomberg's term. Well, de Blasio did extend and accelerate to Bloomberg's vow to reduce uh, carbon emissions by 30 percent by 2030. De Blasio promised 80 percent reduction by 2050. Well, he is building on the success of the sustainability plans of the Bloomberg era and of their accomplishments. And he's, you know, acknowledges that. And it was very gracious, even in his inaugural, to uh, credit Mike Bloomberg for what he did there. On the other hand, if you look at the actual administration and what they're doing, uh, you don't see the same kinds of energy and results that you saw before. The only exception to that, I would say, is what Dan Zarelli is doing on resiliency. There, uh, and this speaks to the issues in Houston, uh, the city is moving ahead really aggressively on all of the plans that 
again uh, after Hurricane Sandy. And, I mean, nobody knows if this will be sufficient, but uh, we're on path for spending $20 billion to shore up our shorelines. Taking that a little further, what has Mayor de Blasio done to get New York City ready for the next big storm, and what should he be doing? Well, I, I think that the plans were to, in fact, reinforce the shoreline, to change the building codes, to try to uh, get people to retrofit their homes on the shoreline. In some cases, along with the state of New York, they've been buying out homes uh, that were destroyed from Hurricane Sandy. And building developers are moving their utility rooms from the basements to the second and third floor. There's a whole move among any builder in New York to pay attention to the fact that we're going to get another flood and we need to be ready for it. Okay, so what about the other candidates in the mayor's race? Have they taken more progressive positions on the environment or on climate change? No, I I don't think that for most of them it's an issue. I mean, I think, frankly, de Blasio's articulation of environmental issues is better than any of his opponents. I think, in general, the issues in the mayoral campaign tend to focus uh, in other directions. I mean, frankly, it was only Bloomberg who made sustainability uh, a local issue in New York before him, it was a peripheral issue here. When you see the focus of the race drifting towards questions about whether we should or shouldn't take down a statue of Christopher Columbus, what's going through your mind? Well, basically, it's the silly season. I mean, I think it's important to be aware of our history and, and to make sure that we honor people who are honorable and make sure we understand the people who you know made some mistakes. I'm Definitely not in favor of seeing Confederate statues all over the place. But, uh, you know, some of these other things are, are, to me, not really central issues. I think that part of what happens in, in these kinds of races is that things that are symbolic and emotional take uh, the center stage. It's sort of like uh, de Blasio's SUV trips to his gym in contrast to the climate change proclamations he's making. You know, that is something that the New York Post wants to run with. And, uh, you know, it, it is a peripheral issue. Steve Cohen, executive director of the Earth Institute at Columbia University. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.